this has to be the most biased pick ever. <laughs> I hate it here. I hate it here. I mean, they just got their ass handed to them. I think I'm chasing the value on this game. I like my take while I always like my woman. Hot and question. <laughs> Way better than Tyler. What are you doing, Lewis? I'm laying the points. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Laying the Points. It has been a minute, 595 days to be exact, since uh, we were last year. So for any of y'all who are new or, uh, you know, any of y'all who forgot, my name is Alec McDonald. I'm joined by boys, Tyler, Mr. Sweetheart Teaser Needleman. Present. Luis, Big Lou Mangia. Present. And Anthony, <laughs> Big Tasty Picano. Present. Let's fucking go. We're back. Yes, what sir. started from a Morgan Wallen trip <laughs> and bullshit talking and a lot of beers and a lot of singing turned into we're fucking back. Shout out Risa for that one. The best Uber driver that I never got to see. Our biggest fan. <laughs> <laughs> Nicely. Yeah. That, that was very funny. <laughs> All right. Uh, we got to well, send this to her. We got to send this to her. Oh, we'll make sure she gets this. 100%. Whoever ordered that Uber has got to like re tip her or something. Send it. I do. I gave her like a, I remember I gave her like a $25 tip too. It was fat. <laughs> let's, let's make sure we shout out our biggest fan that was uh, brought to that concert in that Uber, uh, Brett Croak. Brett Croak. Brett, if shout you're listening to this, Kroke. you're a legend. Biggest shout, shout out, Brett. All right, uh, well, gentlemen, uh, I think, you know, for today, we've all got something that we're, uh, we're pretty passionate about, you know, individually, each person's got their own thing they're going to talk about, so uh, anyone, anyone want to kick us off here? I'm going to kick it off by saying that the Dallas Cowboys are the most feeble organization in the fucking league, and all the teams that I like, you know, everyone makes fun of me for being a bandwagon fan, that's a bullshit fucking statement. Okay. So bullshit. I do agree the Cowboys suck. I know it's really funny. What's really funny is I was actually talking to Picano earlier today and I asked him, I was like, if you're like a bandwagon fan, like you're not like a true fan, you just like pick teams. I'm like, why'd you pick such a shitty team in the Cowboys? Like, why don't why didn't you just pick a better team? Like, why'd you pick a team that just gives like the you Patriots so much would have made sense? No, <laughs> like, fuck Tom Brady. Right, yeah, a better team that like that wouldn't cause all this stress on you. Like, you're not really a Cowboys fan. So like, why do you stress out? Like, why like why did you let this bring you down? You know, first like just first, pick another team. First of all, I am a true Cowboys fan. I am. I have, I have like four jerseys already. Two are on the way. Number one. Number two, I didn't want the Jets to break my heart anymore. So I I've actually pick a team that breaks my heart every fucking year. Wait, so you were a Jets fan? Yes. When I was a kid, Ooh. Lou, I was a Jets fan. I didn't even know that. That's crazy. I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can see why you switched to the Cowboys. I mean, oh it get much worse. I don't know, though. As a Jet fan myself, I have no disappointment. Like, I'm not disappointed. There is fucking that disappointment. Is true. That is true. <laughs> There's, yeah. There's no I'm, disappointment. Yeah. I'm fine having having fun, just, like, hoping that, like, these kids are good. And if they're not, like, life goes on. And if they are, then, like, that's awesome. Like, you switched over for more disappointment. I switched over because Ezekiel Elliott just came off of being probably the best running back in college football. Dak Prescott was mediocre in college, but everyone knew he was going to be lights out in the fucking NFL, which he is, deserving be. And I thought I'd get a Super Bowl, but now by the looks of it, I don't have a backup quarterback. I don't even have a receiver. 
I don't have <laughs> the tackle. This guy's worried about uh, what's back name? Cooper team. Rush and Will Greer. Not they're coming back. Roster. They're coming back. Once backup people go on IR. <laughs> I don't have a backup quarterback. I don't have Alex, a receiver. Alex, I don't, I don't have... believe. I don't believe this was written in the laying the points chat. I believe it was written in the fantasy football chat. But Bacano said the Cowboys got worse today. Louis asked them how they got worse, and he said because <laughs> they cut. Cooper Rush and Will Greer. And I said, and Ben DiNucci. And Ben DiNucci. And that means they got worse today. That means they got better. <laughs> it shows how much faith they have in uh, Dak Prescott's ankle. For real. We don't have a backup quarterback. We don't have a receiver other than CD Lamb. We have one offensive lineman by the name of Zach Martin, who may or may not, I think he might fucking boycott at this point. He might just <laughs> let any, any, he might let Thibodeau just destroy Dak's ankle at this point. Like, it's just so bad. And Mike McCarthy's just feeble. He's just absolutely just, he gives me so, and Trayvon Diggs, I don't even want to get into it, but. Not a real corner. He's, he's fake. So, he's fraudulent. He's just so bad, dude. And I said it last year. I'm like, dude, like, he's got like, how many interceptions did he have last year? Like 20? How many interceptions did he have? Oh, I man. think it was like 13 or something. Yeah, he had something like 13 right interceptions. Like, that. like every single one of them was like either a terrible ball thrown or he just absolutely just just like just guessed. He basically just guessed and took a huge gamble on himself. And he did it. He fucking caught the ball. A lot of turnovers. But he fucking sucks. He's fucking terrible. <laughs> This is going to be a horrible day. And plus, I don't think anyone else knows this. I also have a college football team officially. It is the Texas Longhorns. Hook them, baby. Hook them. Arch Manning's the future. Quinn Ewers is the even. Again, again, why do you do this to yourself? (laughs) And it's like, like, you do this as a joke. Like, you take, like, the most obvious, like, well, no. Like, are you are you joking? Or are you like, not joking? <laughs> I'm not joking. I told you I bought the Arch Manning jersey, and it's on the way. It's coming from China. The okay, but he's, I, he's not even playing. He's got the DHK jersey. Uh, yeah, it's fine. Like I still need it. Like what the fuck? No respect like, on the jersey, but he's not even playing. Oh my god! Fucking go, Marte, Starlin. <laughs> no, oh. we we. we you got to just look at it from this way. It's the same thing with the Cowboys. They have such a bright future. Something Fuck is yeah. going to something is gonna come within it. Quinn Ewers is the present. Arch is the future. Sarkeesian is a great coach, an amazing recruiter. Amazing recruiter. Come on. Let's just say it that way. But I know they're going to get shit pumped by Alabama and on Saturday. And then on Sunday, the Dallas Cowboys are going to get absolutely clobbered by Tom Brady. Not even the Buccaneers. By Tom Brady. Lewis, on to you. Um, I have a couple of things to say. So the reason I'm looking down on you guys and not fully on the screen, my phone's on the charger, and I'm watching the Met game. Let's go Mets. I have the Mets to win the World Series at plus 950. I know it's getting kind of ridiculous, you know, with all the futures, <laughs> which triggered me into my next point, being that I have my Super Bowl pick for this year, and it is the Denver Broncos Top to bottom, country. the deepest team in the league. Uh, Russell Wilson, Broncos country. Let's ride. Um, yeah, it's been a while, so I'm glad we're back. Um, huh. Lewis, I have a question for you when it comes to the Broncos. Uh, how do you feel that legendary backup quarterback Josh Johnson got cut? Like the Cowboys, I will argue that their offense got worse yesterday. 
But um, you see can... guys like that, they're a huge part of the team. But at the end of the day, as long as you have Russell Wilson back there, that's all I'm worried about. I figured you say that. So yep, yep, pretty simple. Plus two thousand, by the way, on the Broncos. That's not bad. Plus two thousand. That, that AFC West is. I mean, A is in the AFC West. B they play the NFC West this year. It's just it's it's going to be a tough. I mean, they got to be up there in terms of strength. Oh yeah, it's tough. It's tough. Um, they just got to make it out, though. I think, you know, offensive coach, the guy who was just coaching Rodgers to back-to-back, he's offensive coordinator for Rodgers, back-to-back MVPs, good run game, solid defense. Javante Williams it. is a beast. I love it. Kind of reminds yeah. me of the Rams and the Bucks. Not as much top-tier talent, but... Does it remind you of the Rams and the Bucks because they went from having terrible quarterbacks to Hall of Famers? Yes, yes, but they also went to solid teams, solid like solid roster around them before they got there, and then boom, that was you know the missing piece. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. The perfect storm. Let's go four in a row, baby. Four in a row. <laughs> I have to get a fuck. I need. I need to cop some jerseys. That's for sure. You're gonna have to get top jersey. You gotta get like four. You should get a lot of jerseys. It's a lot. It's honestly a lot of money. (laughs) I think. I think the last four. I think the last three Super Bowl teams should mail you a ring. If I'm being honest, (laughs) I'm the reason that they're winning. I told the guy that in Foxwoods, the guy behind like who was taking the bets, like we were just bullshitting with him. We got into football. I was like, oh, like I had the last year Super Bowl winners. She was like, oh yeah, me too. I was like, shut the fuck up. No, you didn't. Like, <laughs> like no. You, I was like, I was like, yeah, the Rams, and then who else? He was like, um, yeah, he couldn't think. But I was like, the Bucks. He's like, oh yeah, and I was like, yep, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Smell the cap on that one. Yeah, it's called cap on his ass. But either way, four in a row. <laughs> well, uh, team, I want to talk about. They're uh, they're not necessarily Super Bowl contenders. But uh, I, you know, I, I, I think my Pats—they're gonna suck this year. It's just the writing's on the wall. They're putting in a whole new offense. Mac Jones not looking whole great. New, the whole new, whole new offense. You have two defensive coordinators as your offensive coordinator, and they want to put in the—they want to put in the Kyle Shanahan zone run. Or they want to put in the zone run scheme rather than going away from the power run that they've been in. It's just—it's—it's it's not good. A lot of the beat reporters saying they might just fully punt on the season. So. That being said, I'm taking my bandwagon to a team that, I mean, we've talked about plenty of times on this podcast before. Uh, if you remember back to the OG days, uh, I'm talking about the home of deep dish pizza, the Chicago Bears. Oh, my God. Who have, they have been absolutely <laughs> disrespected this offseason, you know. Uh, their win total currently set at six and a half. Uh, bet the under. Bet it the is under. One of the, the under is like the most popular futures bet right now. And I just, I, I don't see it. They've got the fourth easiest strength of schedule in the NFL this year, which is just wild. And, uh, you know, they've got a nice young team. They, they can hey, They don't have they, a receiver. They, three and a, they, went, they have Darnell Mooney, money with two O's. They have baby. one receiver, one running back, and a half-decent tight end. All right. Alec, last time we did this, 595 trading, days they're ago. They're trading their best defensive play. They're just trading Roquan Smith. I'm pretty sure they're not trading him. No, no, no. They're going to, I think they, they decided. No, they, they play came out. They're not going to trade him. They, yeah. They'll wait till next offseason to trade him. Oh, okay. okay. But he won't want to trade next offseason. They he lost their best defensive lineman. Akeem Hicks is gone. He's, he's on the Bucks. 
So uh, that team is horrendous, if you ask me. Bet okay, but uh, I actually bet them to be the worst team in the NFL. Do that. No, plus no plus, shot. Plus a that's, thousand. That's the Patriots. I have it. Do it. Where's Listen, the risk? Lou, you and Where's I, we've, we've got our side bet, which I'll, I'll key the pod in on. Uh, Jets or uh, Giants, excuse me, versus the Bears, whoever. Uh, I've got the Bears. Louie's got his Giants. I've, I think that the Bears going to come out. They're going to have a better season than the Giants. Just listen, listen, listen to this hypothetical schedule, all right? This is who they've got. This is what makes the fourth easiest strength of schedule. First two weeks, they're getting their shit rocked. They're playing <laughs> San Fran. They're playing Green Bay. That's fine. They're going to lose those games. Week three, fucking Texans at home, easy W. Week four, playing the Giants, easy W. Week five, they're at Minnesota. You know, you're going to split your divisional games more than likely. I'll give them a loss on that one. Then week six, they get the commies, the Manders. That's that's a win. Week the seven, commies. they're playing the Patriots. That's a win. It's easy. They're going to beat the Patriots and the Commanders and the Giants. Yes, 100%. Okay. I think you guys should. I think you guys should hold hands walking into MetLife for that game. I really do. <laughs> yeah, you should come, Alex. I'll, I'll pull come. up. What is that? The thirteenth? I'll pull up. Why not? That's October. Oh no, October that's October second. Uh, I don't know if I can do that one if we're going to the Sox like the week before. Sheesh. I don't know. We'll we'll see. We'll see what's in the cards. But yeah, uh, no, that's dude. The Bears are literally a terrible team. I don't know why you like them. They've so got much. easy wins. Justin Fields, and you think their schedule is easy? It's not going to be easy. They're going to be easy. 3 0 in the preseason. They just got Alex Leatherwood, who was cast off by the Raiders from their dog shit regime before. I actually can't believe that's a good thing. I think it's a great thing. There's only room to improve. And if if he still sucks, then he doesn't play. It's as simple as that. They fucking got him for free, basically. For the listeners that can't see this, for the listeners that can't see this, Alec has. Alec has them beating the Green Bay Packers and no, you Eagles at home. Listen nope. to this though. Okay, they play Alec the Packers. has them beating the Packers and the Eagles at home. There is con- no way. No, no, no. I have context to that Packers game. So the th- the three games before that, they played the Jets, Falcons, and Lions at home. They they play the the Falcons and Jets on the road, but the Lions are at home. Those are three easy wins. They play the Dolphins the week before that. They could win that, maybe. I don't know. Either way, they're riding a three- or four-game win streak into a game at home against the Green Bay Packers, who have Alan Lazard and then nobody else for receivers. I could easily see them winning that game. Then they get they to five weeks. They have a fantastic weeks. defense. doesn't matter. All they need to do is just barely outscore them. And again, they're on this big win streak. They're on the high. I feel like you could take that game at home. Then they get a bye week. Then they get the Eagles at home. You just keep riding the momentum. That's where I had that. You know, it's a it's a 50-50, but either way, six and a half wins. When you play the Lions, Falcons, Jets, Patriots, fucking Giants, and Texans, that's six free wins right there. All you have to do is win one more game. Beat the Lions on the road <laughs> once. That's all you have to do. That's seven wins. Boom, that's your over. All you got to do. And they got rid of Matt Nagy. That's all that matters. Fucking worst coach in the history of the NFL. <laughs> I'm done with the Bears. Y'all know where I'm at. When we come back at the end of the season, Lou gives me my money. I'll be rocking a Justin Fields jersey. You uh, actually should clean Alex Leatherwood jersey. <laughs> I'll, I'll get both. I mean, shit, I'll be a rich man by then. Alex Leatherwood. Alex, I'll only ride your Bears argument if you say that deep dish is better than whatever fucking Boston has. What, the lobster roll? 
Oh, yeah, it's better than a lobster roll. I mean, lobster rolls, whatever, but deep dish is not better than gumbo. That was that was the OG one. I still can't. I still can't <laughs> get past that, but okay. I mean, they got their ass kicked on that game, I'm pretty sure. They did. Every single time I said the Bears would win, <laughs> and every single time they, I would roll. say Bears money line, they would get absolutely shit pumped. Maybe it's so, my turn, I guess, to, yeah. to ride the Bears hype. Or maybe now I'll change get- their, their fate. Everyone called me an idiot, Alex, so you're going to get this feeling now. Congratulations. Jacob DeGrom is almost no hitter through four. How many strikeouts? Um, I almost took it. was like eight and a half today. Four. Oh, four. Wow. All right, Tyler, what are you you feeling? What are you you passionate about here? Oh, man. So, a little spiel. That I'm trying to memorize, so I'm gonna I'm gonna try to try to say you I'm wrote it? read it over. What is it like a poem? Yeah, you know, I, I take it out. <laughs> a little spiel. Um, you know how it's like the old days how we used to write like what no, we used to do. You know, I'm just but this time I'm trying. I'm not. I wrote mine. Oh, I've also, to I also I meant to say this before. I I've been trying to work on in the past 500 and. Was it 95 days? Yep, yep. Yeah, I, the profanity on the pod was, like, out of control. That's so what I was told noticed, when we first started. Yeah. If you guys have noticed, we've been a little more reserved today. I don't think it happened. Like, I was going to say this before, but I honestly forgot. But you, you, you could see the more calm uh, demeanor. We've grown. You've been here before. You know, act like yeah. you've been there before, you know? Exactly. <laughs> like the speech they give at halftime in a football movie. This isn't, our, <laughs> this isn't our first rodeo, you know what I mean? Yeah. We're, we're much more just, relaxed now. We used to record, and you, we used to, like, look at each other and be like, this is, like, we're angry. We were so pissed. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we, I think we were just a little hyped up. But DeGrom struck him out, four fucking innings, no hit. Dang. As you curse. Um, okay, so back back to my passion. I, I came in here mainly ready to talk about my college football picks, but I don't want to do that just yet, I feel like we're going to save that towards the end. So, really, I would love to talk about the one sport we haven't really talked about, maybe baseball and mm. my New York Yankees. But to be honest, I don't want to really talk about them because they're <laughs> horrible. Garbage. So, I think I'm just going to wait. Fable. I think I'm just going Fable. to wait for college uh, football picks because I don't really feel like talking about the Yankees, about how if I was their GM, life would be different and how – Dom hashtag Dom Dom is right, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. But I don't really want to talk about. it. I think we're going to save that more for like a baseball centered pod one day. At least you have your All judge right. MVP bet. That's that's clutch. That's true. I mean, that's that that's true. free money. In so our, who cares what happens? Who cares what happens if our, they make the World Series well, or not? You want? That's what I'm trying to say. Is they're not they're not making the World Series. They might not even make the ALCS. But in the end of the day, judge. Let's hear your three opinions, and let's pretend I don't have this bet in. I know it's hard because you guys know I have a bet. Who is your AL MVP right now? Judge. And, and Judge. It's not even close. Yeah. No, I mean, he's running away with that right now. I mean, you can't you can't say Otani or the Angel. You know, it's just – it's it's free. It's Judge. It was hysterical, and they walked him – they intentionally walked him twice the other day, and then they pitched to him, and he hit a fucking homer. I was like, yep. <laughs> I would also say Judge, but I was watching MLB – uh, network yesterday and they were saying that um for this year alone there should be a new award called the most outstanding player and that should go to Shohei Otani. Well and that's oh, what yeah. and that's why this is stupid. 
as long as Shohei Otani is in the league, then he is the most outstanding player. And I, it's like, I'm not going to like, I'm not going to just like pretend you what make, he's doing. You make a good point. Amazing. Yeah. But it's like, so you're trying to tell me that every year that <laughs> Otani plays baseball, he should be the MVP just because he pitches and hit it and hits. You know what I mean? Like, you should break it up like fantasy. Like, he gets his like, Cy Young it's, votes it's, and he gets you know, exactly. It's almost like you can't combine them. I don't know how it is, but yes, listen. What Otani is doing is awesome, and and he's had another great year. But it's like what Judge is doing. You just you cannot tell me that he's not the MVP. You just carrying those feeble Yankees. Yes, you cannot do it. He is going to hit sixty-one or more homers. He is going. To I don't even think it's like a conversation. Field. Like it's it's like yeah, Aaron Judge is the MVP. End of conversation. That's, a, that's the thing. He's like. I don't think it should be a conversation, but it just seems like it is, like, still, which is upsetting. Like, it seems like to some, like, on Twitter and MLB Network and things like that, it is a conversation. It's making me really mad. And we never said what it was. It's, it's plus 2,200 for 2,200. Damn. Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge. That's the only baseball bet I put in all year. I did not take anything else. But it was <laughs> okay. Aaron Judge. Aaron Judge is on his contract. And I'm saying futures why. Okay. Wise. That's fair. Like Aaron Judge on his contract year, he turned down all that money. The money went public. He kind of has no choice but to win MVP. Or he's, in my opinion, I think it would be almost like embarrassing for him. Like it would be like, a, like Juan very, Soto. It would be a, like an embarrassing look. Like you know the money. Like you know what? Like everyone now knows how much money you were offered. Everyone now knows that you declined it. I just think it would be really embarrassing if like you bet on yourself and then you, you know, you lost. So. But Aaron Judge isn't a loser. You know what I mean? His yeah. team's a loser, but he's not a loser. Right. <laughs> Respect. So he doesn't lose. Yeah, and that's that's it. I don't I don't really want to talk much more about well, that. I'm ready to get I'm yeah. I'm I'm, a, I'm here for my football picks now because that's yeah. what that's what it's all about. We got week one college football this weekend. You you said you were excited, so uh, let's see what you got for us. Um yeah, sure. I'll start us off, dude. So um, I know we just talked a little bit about baseball, and I said I haven't taken anything. I meant future-wise, but I obviously have bet. And I would like to say that I've been saying this for years now, and Lou could probably attest to it because me and Lou have been together for a while, even though Lou actually just disappeared. He lost Lewis. Well, oh, he's in the waiting room. I'll, I'll get him back in. Admit him. Get him back. Lewis. Luis. He's, uh, oh, Luis, are you back? Sorry about that. Sorry about Welcome that. back. <laughs> Welcome back. All right. So let me, Can you guys let me still see me right now? Yeah, we got yeah, you. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. So what I was saying is that before I get into my picks, I and we're talking about the baseball season, I want to make it clear that I had a pretty unbelievable summer. And what I was saying is that I've said this before and Luis can attest to it. I've always thought I was a pretty elite baseball better. I've always said that was my best sport. And for now, what, the fourth straight year, it's proven. Um, just these unbelievable. Are not, these are not lies, folks. Factual statements. It is incredibly unbelievable what I've done this summer. Um, nerfies, unders, money lines, occasional overs, but it's just the, the occasional it's overs true. club. It's, it's truly unbelievable what I have done, and he I does do have that. he does have flaws when he takes Carlos Carrasco versus uh, what was it, the Atlanta Braves? Mm-hmm. That was his only flaw. I don't even want to talk about it. That was that your pick? <laughs> it wasn't my play. It was the cannot game. confirm nor deny. Cannot confirm. <laughs> for, what about the uh, for? Listen, listen. For new members on the pod, but mainly for people the reoccurring 
listeners, you know Bacano blows at betting. <laughs> it was on me for following his bet when I was on a high. Like, why would I stoop down to his level? I don't know, but I did. But Cannot confirm nor deny good. that he also broke my Venmo. So, <laughs> who who are we giving the blame to on the Grays too for uh, from Toga? Who's uh, whose idea was the Grays? Oh, the Grays <laughs> is that Luis? <laughs> It was Lewis. It's probably like the one time they fucking lost the June or something. They always bet the Graves, so then we took a Graves. Oh, oh, grade. you said the Graves. I thought you said the Braves. Yeah, the Graves no score was like me. It's like me and Tyler's thing. If you see two pitchers with the last name. Same last name. Same last name. You have to take the Noe. Oh, you and thought it's... the horse is gray? That's great. <laughs> yeah, the horse has to be gray. Yeah. <laughs> it's right, also a well-known continue. fact. Shout out to Dave Fortnoy. <laughs> um... So listen, I wish we had the pods in the summer. Everything, but whatever, whatever. I it is what it is. But now let's get into the college football. So for these picks, you know, I've always looked at myself as the confident leader of of the group. Whether that's being the funniest, <laughs> best looking, you know, best picks, the creator of laying the points, whatever it might be, I've always looked at myself as somewhat of a leader. That is Kev. I I definitely created the name, but we can keep going. Yeah, listen, listen, I definitely, I definitely did. But I'm going to be honest, and I'm not insanely prepared today, but I don't want that to take away from the fact that I'm incredibly confident with these picks I do have. When I say I'm not prepared, I mean I just don't have, like, crazy trends or reasoning behind it. It just – this was all just from the heart and from feel. So I'm going to start us off with – um. I'm going to start us off with the Thursday night special. And this isn't one of my favorite plays, but it's the Thursday night special because everyone knows um, there are games tomorrow or as, or should I say tonight? Um, Pittsburgh, West Virginia. I'm going to take the under 52 in this game simply because both teams have two new offenses, two new quarterbacks. And I think there's just going to be a lot of sloppy mistakes. Pittsburgh just lost their best. their one of the best quarterbacks they've ever had along with, um, the best wide receiver they had, and they're coming. They're getting the USC guy. What's his he name? Don Slovis. He blows. Slovis. He freaking blows. He blows. Okay, he's bad. And then I don't even know who the hell West Virginia has to quarterback, but I know he. Ain't JT Daniels. Yeah, JT come on now. Oh my God, Mountaineers, let's ride. I forgot about that. <laughs> um, Death yeah, taxes and JT Daniels being and in college. Got, Mountaineers. He got, he got run out of. Um, he got run out of Georgia for a reason. It's because he sucks. So I'm going to go under 52. I think it's going to be sloppy. That's my Thursday night special. It's really not anything crazy, though. And then my uh, my three points. Are you going to have a I Thursday think. night special, like, all the time? Yeah, most likely. All right. Most likely. Those are usually the crappier games. Chef I remember special. a few times, like, like, Maryland played in a few of those games when we rode Maryland and they would lose by, like, 40 or something. But there's always a Thursday <laughs> night special. There's always, Mini like, a two, uh... 10. It's always a Big Ten team that usually plays on Thursday Thursday nights, if I'm not mistaken. So let's get into the picks. I'm going to just go first pick, Cincinnati plus six against Arkansas. Okay? <laughs> I think people might look at this pick, and these are both ranked teams. Cincinnati was a top four team, but they just lost Ritter, and they just lost – it's under the sauce, Sauce Gardner. Um, I think that doesn't really matter because they're – listen, Ritter was an amazing fit for Cincinnati. He probably was like the part, like a, if you could build a player for them in that offense, he really did fit well. 
But Cincinnati has been up and coming a ranked team for a very long time now. Luke Fickle and that all and like that whole like um Cincinnati team, like they're not just gonna stop now. They still have a great class, they still have great uh quarterbacks. I don't remember the quarterback name, but I know for a fact he's not a huge like step down from Ritter. Um, and I just think they can say within a touchdown from Arkansas. If I'm not mistaken as well, I also saw a Barstool post that Cincinnati is 7-0 and in their last seven openers. And with that being said, Ritter has definitely not been there for seven straight years, so they can win without him. Proven. Proven they can win without him. So Cincy plus uh, six, the first pick. Second pick, I think Alec might like this one because it involves <laughs> one of his favorite college players. Buffalo plus 24 against Maryland. Okay. Who's my favorite player, Mini Tua? Fake Tua is, yeah, is your favorite player. fake Tua. <laughs> I'm thinking Buffalo plus 24 against Maryland. Why? Because if Maryland sucks, their defense is absolutely horrible. Fake Tua is horrible because he's a righty version of Tua. He always turns the ball over and always stinks. And Buffalo, if I'm not mistaken, always has a decent offense, always a very decent run game. Decent pass game. They're returning their quarterback and their receiver. And I think they're able to keep within 24 points against just a really bad team. I know it's not Maction, mm. but I think the Max about to show up and cover. You know what I mean? Last Very play, good. Georgia. Um, I forgot who they're uh, – Georgia, Oregon, over. Whatever the number is, over. I think Georgia's going to put up points. I think their starters are going to come out and they're going to let up points, period. I think Oregon – Still a top team with a Bo Nix, and I think they're just going to be able to score two touchdowns maybe with the starters in, and then if the starters come out and blow, they can score another touchdown. I think the overs is a good play there. And um, that's all I have. I like that. Right. I like you. some of it, but not all of it. Well, what, what's the one you don't like, but kind of please? Um, well, I'm gonna st- I guess I'll transition to – I do not like the Cincinnati plus six. Um, really? Uh, I don't really understand why Arkansas is only getting six and a half. Like, they're only beating them by a touchdown. There's no way. KJ Jefferson's Jefferson's is there. He's there, but it's like they don't have their receiver who was like their, in my opinion, their only offense. And then Jefferson really wasn't like that good of a quarterback. Yeah, but you got to think about it this way. Cincinnati just lost like 90% of their defense. I know that they lost two corners like, and a couple line, a linebacker and a and an edge and an edge guy. Big cats. I, I don't know. I, listen, they're always gonna, gritty though. It's a very gritty. I know game. they're always gritty, but I just uh, I just, the ground I, gave up his first hit right past Lindor. God damn it! <laughs> I just don't know. I just cannot see a world where uh, you have your returning quarterback. Minus your top receiver, but a lot of your offense is coming back at well, home. I just don't see them don't, losing. I know that they lost most of their defense. They didn't even really like have like big defensive guys. But Cincinnati is returning all five of their starting linemen, if I'm not mistaken. They have, they a, yes. they have a quarterback that is a, supposed to be the next Desmond Ritter. I think they're going to be, be able to score. And, yes, they're lo- they lost – the best cornerback along with it, a couple of other really good defensive pieces, but I, I'm just not impressed by Arkansas. Like, you know what I mean? They did impress me a lot as the year went on, but that was mainly because Traylon Burks was just like, just big body against everyone. But uh, it had nothing I, to do I, with I, their quarterback, in my opinion. I'll agree with you there. 
Another one I'm going to say is uh, is Oregon plus 17. I also agree with you on the over. but fat um, line. I know, yeah. But um, my my statement about that is that George, even though George is a powerhouse, they lost a lot of their defense and a lot of their offense. The mailman, Stetson, is there, but they lost George Pickens. They lost their running back. They lost some of their offensive line. They do have two of the best tight ends in, in the country with uh, Bowers and um, Gilbert, who are both elite, both NFL talents. Um, their defense is NFL. But you got to think about this way. I don't think you remember know this, Tyler. You may or may not. But Dan Lanning, former defensive coordinator of Georgia, is now the new head coach in Oregon. Bo Nix historically doesn't do well versus Georgia, but I feel like in a new uniform, he's going to put up points versus a, you know, a fairly new Georgia defense. I'm not going to say it's all new, but a fairly new Georgia defense. Yeah, and I I, I really do like the over. I, I'm not going to take a side, but I yeah. do think the over is a good play. And if I know I remember this clearly, I think Lou and everyone else does too. Oregon upset Ohio State last year. What, week mm. two? Week two. As, as like, what, 14-point underdogs or some crate? Like, I'm pretty sure, like, big-time underdogs upset the crap out of them. The only the only thing that they lost this past season was Kayvon Thibodeau, Lou's favorite player. They still, uh, got, and, uh, and, and they still got the best middle linebacker in the league, linebacker. don't they? Yes, yes. I, have two, Kayvon. I got two more for you guys. I got Ohio State is going to shit pump Notre Dame. I think Notre <laughs> Dame is going to be horrendous this year. No disrespect to Marcus Freeman. Uh, I think he's I think he's gonna be the new thing in God's country, Notre Dame. But uh they don't really have players. Is he they're starting a freshman basically? They they're starting a lot of freshmen, they're starting a freshman at quarterback. Ohio State's going to be angry. Ohio State is also my number one team in the country and my future national champion. Book it right now. Jackson Smith, Ninjiba, whatever way you say his last name, for Heisman. We'll talk about that maybe next pod. But um, lastly, Lou, I know you're going to agree with me in this, is Florida. Florida, Utah, Florida plus three. Um, My main reasoning for this is because of the fact that historically – um, Pac-12 teams do not play very well versus the SEC, aka the monster in in college football. So, it's like Oregon got, versus Georgia. And it, yeah, <laughs> but I'm not saying I'm not saying that Oregon's gonna win that game. I just think they cover. But anyways, okay. um, but back to my point on this: Why is the number five team in the country, or sorry, number six team in the country, only getting three versus a feeble, historically feeble? Historically recent, recently, uh, sorry. Oh, oh my god! You got it. You can do it. I'm having, I'm having a stroke. Recently feeble, histor- <laughs> historically recently feeble, or the team. Lose, <laughs> <laughs> dying over there. Um, oh, recently feeble, Florida team. They don't when have the, the Kyle time? squared. They didn't have the last, Kyle squared I, I think connection we anymore. What you're saying. We understand what you're saying. Last time, last time we were on this pod, Kyle squared was on the verge to a national championship, and then they saw Nick Saban walk out of the tunnel. They were like, "Oh shit!" You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, there's no, like, there's no if ands or buts. Like, they're the powerhouse, but Utah is just a, a small fish in a big sea. Give me the Gators, chomp chomp. New coach too. New coach and, um. 
their quarterback apparently is supposed to be like the next Cam Newton, so to speak. He's built like him. He can run like him. He can throw. AR fifteen. AR fifteen. I don't think. Ooh. I don't think that's his nickname anymore. I don't think he liked that, so I think he changed it. But I would. Uh, I would probably change it. You can't, you can't change your own nickname. Great. No, I think he actually. You can change your jersey number. I guess oh, I'll go yeah. now. Um, are we gonna do? Are we gonna do something on like NFL picks as well, or is, can I can I tell nah. the people my futures? Uh, say what you want. You know, if if you don't want to, because I don't have too much in college football other than uh, the Florida Gators, chomp chomp. All right, so, yeah. Uh, sprinkle some futures knowledge on us. Chomp chomp in the swamp. Lou, really, really quickly. Let me say something about college football. Or we chomp chomp in the swamp. Well, no, I still I got some say. college football I want to talk, but I want you know. Let, let okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me say this quickly because this is all I really have to say for the rest of the time. I do. I do like Utah a lot, but I do think that this probably is the biggest trap line on the board. It's like, how, why is the number – Utah's number five ranked right now, correct, Vicano? I think they're number six. I'm pretty sure Clemson okay. – Oh, no, no, they are five. You don't want to go five. into the swamp in week one why is, as a top ten. Why, you don't want to do that. You don't want to do that. I don't think anyone's truly scared of the swamp and what Florida has done since, like, last year. They were horrible ever since college track left. I think it is a true trap. They're like, why is a top 10 team like three-point favorites against a really bad, unranked Florida team? And maybe because they're really bad to the public but or like to the – you know, maybe they're just not that bad. So I, I They're not, not going to be that bad. They're still SEC. They've probably got more no, recruits this year with know, the new like NILs. And that's thing, why I'm, so. I'm, I'm – I think Utah is a pretty ginormous trap. Like – you can't tell, like, uh, the number six overall team is, or number five overall team is minus three on the road against an unranked team. Like, you're going to take Utah, but that's why we're not going to do it because we're smarter here on lane. Shout out Nico Gnares. We're, we're, that makes no sense. He went to this, Miami. He went to the University of Miami. Oh, he went to Miami. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I thought he was a Gator. Oh, shout out uh, Anthony Petray. <laughs> oh, yeah, Anthony Petray. My second thing. Now, listen to this. Speaking of traps and whatnot, I saw something today about Ohio State Notre Dame. And Notre Dame, what is Notre Dame's rank, Picano? Uh, I believe guy. that they're six. So they're the number six team against the number one team. They're 17-point underdogs. I feel like everyone looks at that and you're like, I'm going to take Notre Dame plus 17. I think that might be a trap as well. And I think they just get the absolute shit kicked out of them like they're playing Alabama in a, in a playoff game. You know, they just don't. Yeah, belong. I also think Ohio State might roll them and just. I just think they don't belong. But flat I think out it, kick their ass. I think it is truly a. I mean, it could be. It could be a close line. game. It could be a fourteen point game going into the fourth quarter, and it, it could can. end in. But I'm it saying, could end like, in a thirty-one point game. Like to the average, to the average person, you look at the rankings and you're like, number one and number five, they shouldn't be seventeen points difference. It, so that like, should think, that should be like ten, like Ohio realistically State that should be ten. One. Mm -hmm. So I think oh. to the average person, like you might look at that and be like, "Oh, Notre Dame." Ohio State is um, Ohio State's good, number one team in the country. I'm saying I don't. I think it's. I think it's a trap. I think Utah and Notre Dame look incredibly good to the average eye, but I think they're both going to lose. Oh, I apologize. I Ohio State's number two team in the country. One, Georgia, or, number one. Or yeah, Bama. Bama. it's Bama, Ohio State, Georgia, Clemson. Oh, I thought they did. Uh, Georgia. Yeah. How but Clemson? Still. 
off topic, okay, how so Clemson is the number four one, team in the country. One and, one and even two and whatever is even crazier to think that they're that big of underdogs and they're even closer in rankings. I just think to the to the average eye, they, that looks like the easiest play to make is on Utah and Notre Dame, and I and I think I'm going to lean both the opposite. Mm. A couple of my personal favorites. I'll, I'll be honest, I don't know much about college football, so I'm sticking with what I know till we get some trends on the season. First one's a little bit of a sprinkle. Um, you know, my boy, Grayson McCall, down in uh, Coastal oh, Carolina, the Chanticleers, love, that's my favorite that player play. in college football. I love football. that play. It's, I think the line is three out. and a half uh, against Army in little Saturday night I think, it, I, think it might be, I think it might be two now. Two and a half, two and a half. Sorry, I, I misspoke. It's less than a field goal. And Army, like, only runs the ball. I just, I mean, I got to hammer my boys, CCU, who I thought should have made the college football playoff. I remember if it was the year that we were doing the pod two years ago or if it was last year. Either way. Like it's the a little top bit of a four? Sprinkle. No, I, I mean, it was a joke. But, you know, <laughs> I, when it was all up in the air, I was like, bro, give it to my boys, CCU. They were ranked like 11. It was, when, it was when Zach Wilson was at BYU still. Yeah, yeah I think it was yeah, two years nice. ago. Yeah, that's when we were doing it. Yeah. Anyway, that, that, that's my little sprinkle, you know, a little hometown favorite. Second pick is it's – listen, good teams win games. Great teams cover spreads. And a team that I think could cover a lot of spreads this year is the noted worst team in Division One, the UMass Minutemen. Uh, <laughs> listen, I, they're, they're awful. They're going to win maybe a game all year when they play UConn. But they just—they brought back Dom Brown, defensive mastermind. Uh, the <laughs> program's best ever stretch was with him as head coach from 04 to 08. So, you know, they're primed. They got Vinatieri's kid. Vinatieri's kid, you know, I mean, he's a baller, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't know kicking. But, hey, maybe he'll kick a couple field goals, keep spreads close. Uh, Records-wise, going off last year's records, they've got the easiest schedule in Division One because they're garbage. So, you know, they're playing garbage teams. Um, and... Uh, you, you guys might not know this, but I worked in the uh, media department at UMass when I was a uh, senior last year. So we would film the games and whatnot. And so I was at the uh, the spring ball games. And, the I mean, the boys, Don Brown, everybody there, they're, they're pretty fired up. I mean, for <laughs> as fired up as you can be for being the UMass Minutemen. So I don't know. You come out, you're playing Tulane week one, who is supposed to be one of the worst teams that they play this year. And they open their 29 and a half point dogs to, again, not a great Tulane, Green Wave, whatever the fuck their name is, team. I don't think they're going to lose by four touchdowns with a defensive mastermind at coach <laughs> and uh, like semi competent running back and the guy who could maybe kick a field goal. I think that just that adds up to less than four touchdowns. Again, good teams win games, great teams cover spreads. UMass Minutemen, great football team. I love those picks, honestly. Thank you. Thank you. I wish I could comment on the Min Men, but <laughs> you I don't have, have the inside anything. knowledge like I do. All right, well, I was there, nope. man. Believe it or not, Lou, did, do you see who your alma mater is playing? No, who are they playing? Uh, the Albany. Um, oh, they're Lord's playing Rosen. Baylor. Jesus Christ, <laughs> they're playing Baylor. Oof. Are you going to be on uh, Albany points at all, or uh, no? Um, no, no. <laughs> Definitely the great, not. The great, the great Danes <laughs> won't cover. Yeah, it's going to be a bad day to be a great Dane. <laughs> I miss their old logo, the cartoon Dane. 
mean, now they're just yeah. Like a they weird they thing. change they change it up. You know, like every couple of years they gotta have you something, I guess. <laughs> All right, Lou, you want to sprinkle your uh, NFL futures on us real quick before we get out, or do you want to save that for you know? What, no, what are you I'll, feeling? I'll I'll give them a few. Um, yeah, give them to the boys so they can get them in before the uh, the season starts. I'll give them a few. I don't think this line's the same anymore, but I get the Cowboys under at 10 and a half. They don't have the tackle that's really healthy on the roster or good. Um, so, yeah, I love that bet as of right now. 100% agree as a Cowboys fan. Thank you. Um, I have the Broncos over 10. I have them winning the Super Bowl, so obviously we know where that's coming from. Non-biased at all. I have the Giants over seven. Biased. Um, pretty Biased yeah, pretty reasonable. Well. Let's see what else we got here. Oh, the, the Patriots under eight and a half. As a Patriots Ash. fan, that's that's easy, free money. But, you that's, know. <laughs> they, have to, they have to win nine games. I mean, that's just not – I love Bill Belichick. They're going to win, like, three. Uh, it's going to be a tough year. Trade Mac Jones halfway through. Get Bailey, I got the Seahawks the under – Seahawks under five and a half. I don't see them winning six games, not with Geno Smith or Drew Locke. So, um, yeah, Vikings to win the division, plus 225. Commanders under eight wins. I don't see them winning nine games. Um, Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot, but you want to take the under in regular season wins, especially just with shit teams. They can't really get much better, you know. Like unless they're the Bears, you you want to stay away from the over because every fan, what do they want to do? They want to bet the over. They want to think their team's going to be good. No, you just bet the under on most of the shitty teams and the teams that have some hype. And what do you know? You won. So things can always get worse. Injuries, you know, trade shit like that. So the bad teams, you just keep betting them under, and you should be successful. Except for the New York Giants. Brian Dayball. <laughs> I can't wait. I can't wait for next week when we talk about NFL and Oh yeah. Our, we'll, we'll be ready. I can't wait till next week when we talk Ooh. about NFL and bets three three out of the uh four oh, LTP boys will be in AC this weekend for Mookie bets. Mookie bets. Yeah, where the fuck was my invite? Come on, where's Zang? Get Zang on my hit my line. I'll pull up. No, we would have to yeah. yeah, we would have to ask Zang for a call in and uh, uh, nah. you, would to, you would have to present him with a pretty um convincing I'll cut him in on fifty bucks if uh, I win my bet with Lou if you know he lets me come, but <laughs> yeah. Now, I got my fantasy draft this weekend. I'll be in Foxborough. Uh, pull up Patriots place for the boys. Lou's bringing his sunglasses to AC. We're going to have the real ones. These are not the real ones. I think, th- yeah, these are Yankee sunglasses, believe it or not. I don't know if you can see that. There's a little Yankee logo on them. Ray Bans, baby. Come on, man. You like that shit, Tyler? Uh, yeah. yeah. Let me see. Let me get them. And you. for everyone listening. If anyone made it this far in the pod listening, Lou was never in doubt of coming, Stacey, obviously. Like that's come to what? I said you were never in doubt of like whether you were gonna come or not. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, no, no. I, I was very I was very close to not coming. Shout out to uh O uh the stock OTKA. Shout out to them. Go look at that chart, baby. Go look at that fucking chart. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess that's going to wrap us up for uh, this redemption episode, this this LTP revival. I think this is actually the second revival we've done. So uh, shout out to that one. We'll catch you boys uh, next time. Don't know exactly when that'll be, but we'll put it out on socials when we do come up with uh, when we're going to be putting this out. 
So uh, we want to thank y'all for listening. Uh, and-